where you should be. Snow is falling as the carolers sing. Are you looking at the lyrics? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, no, I applaud you. Because <laughs> that way you get it right. That was slight shade, actually. No, I was just... That know, was shady as fuck, actually. It really wasn't. It, was very it just wasn't the same alone on Christmas Day. Ah. And then one day... Everything, everything changed. changed. You're all I need underneath the tree. tree. Okay. <laughs> if you want to hear the real version, just look up Kelly Clarkson <laughs> underneath the tree, and I guarantee you it's going to sound way better than we just did. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Moss Podcast with Manny and Sean. So great to have you with us today, because we form the Moth Podcast. Podcast. You already said that. I know, but I was trying to change things up. Oh. But are we changing things up by repeating them, though? Consistency is key. Okay. (laughs) I mean, never mind. If it's good enough for the politicians, it's good enough for me. You just keep repeating something over and over and again, and people believe it. So we keep saying Moss Podcast, people download it, follow, and subscribe. Got it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but yes, here we are again. I forgot what episode this is, because that's where we're at now. 17. Perfect. See? <laughs> welcome back. If you're just joining us as a new listener, welcome. You're going to have fun. <laughs> Hello there. You're going to laugh. You may cry. You may hate us. I'll never know. (laughs) But make sure you rate and review. (laughs) And welcome back to all our faithful (laughs) listeners who just enjoy our craziness. Yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome back. All right. This intro is going into three minutes. How are you? (laughs) How have you been? I've been good. Um, this week has been pretty good. It's been, uh, very productive, productive. gotten some work done minus today. Today's kind of been all over the place, but here we are. Fridays are, you know, like that. (laughs) They are. How are you doing? It was a decent week, but my Fridays have been historically really crazy at work lately. I don't know why. They have. Like today's. Suck gigantic bolas. But here we are. It's Friday night. While the rest of the world's going out, we're recording a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is our going out. This is our club. Y'all, I can't go to the club. It's too late when y'all want to go to the club. (laughs) When we were on the cruise, it's like 1130. (laughs) The club doesn't open till 1130. Oh, I'm like, first of all, I got to stay up that late. Then I got to act like I'm having a good time in the club. And then it's midnight. And you know, the good music don't get played at the beginning. No, it does. So you got to be there to at least 1 a.m. Maybe I should do it the other way around. No, I mean, they started playing good music around 1230. Thank God. Maybe. (laughs) But see, some people might say, oh, we'll take a nap before you go. Well, no, I want a seat. So I got to get there early to get a seat. You do have to get there early to get a good seat. Right. I don't want to be standing up. No, no I'm not here to stand. Right. I want to sit. <laughs> I don't want you bumping into me. And when I want to shimmy shimmy, I'll get up around my seat, protecting it. <laughs> and then I'll sit back down. But anyways, yeah, I, I can't do clubbing. I got to plan that far in advance. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're doing well. Same. We're Swiftly approaching the holidays. Jingle, jangle. Jingle, jangle, jala, jala, jangle. Jingle, jangle. Uh, thanks to everyone who might have went to see the Nutcracker. Oh, yeah. I forgot we went the day after we recorded the last episode. Yes. Yes, it was a phenomenal show, per usual, put on by Central Florida Ballet. And I'm not just saying that because my sister was in it. They do an amazing production. And the pyrotechnics were off the chain. I still jumped. 
I did too. And I, I knew some of them were coming. I was like, Ugh. but it's, it's so unexpected to hear like a loud bang out of nowhere. Yeah. Especially in a ballet. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really nice. And um, my sister got a bunch of positive reviews. <laughs> <laughs> she did. They were really loving her maid role. Yes. My sister, my sister dances still in the Nutcracker, but it's not like. The big scenes anymore because you know your body deteriorates in ballet. Um, That's why they don't tell you. Yeah, so you got to get in that money while while it's (laughs) early, and then uh, be ready to just teach or continue some different way. But she does a lot of the fill-in positions in the thing. And if you've seen the Nutcracker, there's a a maid scene uh, with the butler, and it's just hilarious. They're like drinking while the fancy family is doing their choreographed dance. Um, but she did like a something where she did like um what's that called like twerking? She was twerking, and I think the house just fell apart. <laughs> there was twerking in ballet, <laughs> um, um, and apparently that was the piece lots of people took away from the two hour show. They really enjoyed the maid. They enjoyed the maid. <laughs> I don't think it's two hours. An hour? It's not two. Hours. Is it? Two? No, it's not two hours. It felt really fast. I feel like it, it did feel really fast. I feel like it might be 90 minutes. I'm like, what did they cut? I don't think they cut anything. No, everything seemed to be the same. I think it's because we didn't arrive like 45 minutes before. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's it. Because that adds to... We got there right. (laughs) Because we got lost. Yeah, we're not going to go into that. (laughs) All I'm going to say is make sure you type in the correct physical address into your GPS. And don't use keywords because... (laughs) may take you somewhere else <laughs> if y'all uh, ask us enough on social we may tell you what happened <laughs> anyway <laughs> so what do we got today what are we doing today so what you bring in what i'm bringing what you bring in this is what i'm bringing so on today's part we're gonna talk about oh shit what happened i'm sorry i <laughs> spilled a bunch of water on me <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, so this week, well, I was, let's, let's start in the beginning. So Taylor Swift, um, <laughs> lover, hater. On this pod, I know most of y'all um, not be a fan of this, but we don't really care for that girl. Um, but yeah. anyway, I'm not taking away any, anything Listen, away from her. I am a believer in love who you love musically. Right. Some of y'all may not like J-Lo. I love J-Lo. Right. Some of y'all might not like Beyonce, and that's fine, but I love Beyonce. Some of y'all may not like Janet, but Sean likes Janet. <laughs> if I, you could see my face right I, now. I anyway. Like, um, I, like, I like Janet, too. <laughs> so Taylor Swift announced that she was going on tour. Uh, this will be the first tour that she's been on since 2018. Damn. So it's been a while. Your girl has been. It's almost five years. Busy in the booth. She had to re-record all those songs. Oh, it'll it'll be five years then. Because she goes on tour in 2023. Yeah. Wow. So the fans were hungry. They were thirsty. Yeah, I, I would too if I was a and fan. And she was like, I have buckets and buckets of water for y'all. And you just got to get them on this date. I'm and sorry. Then, what? Wait, what are buckets of water? I said the fans were thirsty. Oh, I missed that part. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm out here trying to give y'all beautiful wordplay. He's not paying attention to me. Anyway. That's pretty normal. <laughs> so um, the fans went. They logged on. The date that the tickets came out, they went to Ticketmaster.com. Everyone should be familiar with it. And they were like, doot, doot, doot. Let me wait in this queue. Mm. Um, I fucking hate Ticketmaster. But where was the queue? Uh, why is this website crashing? Why is the world on fire? <laughs> girl, so, girl, girl, girl. People, fans weren't able to secure tickets. Um, Ticketmaster had to shut the whole thing down. That's a damn shame. They a multi-million dollar company. A multi-million dollar company that makes money off of you. Um, <laughs> just shut everything down and apologize to the fans and to Taylor Swift. And this week, it came out that some Swifties, that's what they're called, 
have decided to sue Ticketmaster. And to this, I applaud y'all. I do too. Ticketmaster is trash. It is hot trash. It is hot garbage. Anytime you want to go on, whenever there's a hot concert and everybody's trying to get tickets, what does Ticketmaster do? It, it falls fucks apart. You over. Oh, yes. It, that, that. We'll go with yours. <laughs> so, more than two dozen disappointed Swifties filed a class action lawsuit accusing Ticketmaster and his parent company, Live Nation, of fraud, misrepresentation, and antitrust violations over the the Eras Tour ticket fiasco. This has brought attention, the spotlight on Ticketmaster. Mm. People always say that Ticketmaster is trash. Yeah, it is. It is the only place, though, when you really sit down and think about it, that you can get concert tickets because they have so many deals and contracts with a lot of venues out here. At least all the popular ones. Uh, At least all the popular ones. So artists, big artists, really don't have a choice other than going with Ticketmaster. So that... Every, they have a grip on the artists. They have a grip on the venues. They have and a grip the consumer. on the consumer. So all of this has brought up, has put the spotlight on Ticketmaster, basically. Um, before Ticketmaster, well, there was Ticketmaster and then there was Live Nation. Right. Live Nation was an option for certain tours for you to get tickets through for certain tours. Um, cause artists sign, signed to live nation and like, they would be exclusive to live nation. But in 2010, um, they merged. So now there's no real place for you to get it. People will say tickets or StubHub or no. some of these other ones, but all of those are resellers. Right. It's not original tickets. So you're, you're getting charged an upsell basically to get tickets that you may want to a show. And then if you go on Ticketmaster later, like after the initial launch of tickets, most of the good seats have been bought up by scalpers or people who want to resell the tickets at a higher price. On top of that, Ticketmaster is charging you a fee for um, your regular sales and tax, um, a processing fee, um, a print at home fee. It's just... It seems never ending. So by the the time the print at home is still a thing, it is still a thing. You use a little print at home. I think. No, I mean, like they still charge that. I feel like they do. Oh, I don't print shit. I know most people now you just send them to your mobile phone. And I don't believe there's a fee for that. Yeah, there's at least two fees. But yeah, there's at least two fees. Well, yes, there's definitely the service fee. There's definitely the processing fee. I don't know if they're wanting. So your ticket could be almost seventy-five to hundred dollars more than Than what you're paying for it, which is ridiculous. (sighs) Anyway, so there's 26 plaintiffs currently. um, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I'll join. You sure you can join? You can say I was trying to buy a ticket to the Aerosmith, and Ticketmaster did me dirty. Yeah, I couldn't log in. I couldn't even find the website. So 13, uh, uh, 26 plaintiffs right now across 13 states um, have filed a complaint in L.A. County Superior Court um, alleging that the ticket platform has a monopoly on primary and secondary markets and accuse it of engaging in fraudulent practices and various antitrust violations. I say all this to say that because of this spotlight, the attorney generals in Tennessee, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Nevada have launched investigations into the situation, while a number of Democratic lawmakers, such as Alexandria or... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Sorry for that. Yes, I'm sorry, y'all. You don't have a Spanish tongue. AOC, I'll just call her AOC, (laughs) um, have publicly called for the company to be broken up. And this has prompted the Department of Justice oh, no. <laughs> to pursue a broader antitrust investigation into Ticketmaster. So, you know, you might not like Taylor Swift, but what, what this incident has caused is for someone to finally look at Ticketmaster and be like, hey, hey girl, hey, 
what is going on over here? Right. And hopefully we'll have it solved by the time Beyonce gets ready. So. I mean, that's what we're all hoping and praying for because Thank that, you, Taylor. we know that tour is next summer already. I know she hasn't officially announced it, but if you know, you know. We want to get this straightened out before any Renaissance tickets are like, come and get them. Because if not, the same thing is going to happen again. This is, I don't even know how they approve the merger. I don't even From a monopoly inside, what's that word? Antitrust. Antitrust. So I know that you also had issues when you were trying to buy tickets for Bad Bunny. I did. You did? No, it was smooth. I logged on. I was kicked out. I logged on again. I was kicked out. I logged on. I got kicked out. I logged on. Okay, we get. I got in eight hours after it went on sale. And there was only resale tickets. Yeah. It just. That was it, my experience. At least for that tour, the El Ultimo Tour del Año. Del Año? No. Last world tour. The last world tour. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't remember. Two tours in one year. It's a lot. Anyway, uh, just bringing awareness that, you know, hopefully something can happen where either they're forced to split again and you have two competing companies, or I don't know, they find some kind of way to break up Ticketmaster because right now, if you're looking forward to your favorite artist next year, then Ticketmaster is probably the place that you're going to have to go to get your tickets. Unless you're banking on getting resale tickets. It's miserable. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. And this is not the first disaster. It's just, I guess, maybe the biggest one. Yeah, I feel like, obviously, there have been other artists that have had similar issues but i feel like this one got the most media attention probably because it, the length of time that taylor swift has not been on tour right and the number of people that want to go because there's what three dates here in tampa i thought it was up to like five. Oh, i don't know a lot of people want to see her <laughs> And so when a lot of people log on to Ticketmaster at the same time to get their tickets and the site just crashes, it's a problem. El último tour del mundo. I just wanted to correct that. Thank you for your correcting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a disaster. If it wasn't for my sister's hubby, I would have not gone to that tour. Yeah, because he got tickets. But they were resale too. Yeah. Insanely expensive. That's another thing. I feel like they need to really crack down on the resale thing. Like, yes, you can buy the tickets and you can resell them, but I don't think you should be able to ch charge more than maybe 10, 20% of what that ticket. Sounds like a lot. Fine. You shouldn't be able <laughs> to charge more. This is mine. Than what you paid for the ticket. You should not be able to resell uh, until maybe mm, 30 days before the concert. 30 to 60 days. Period. Because then that would maybe not encourage you to buy all this shit ton of tickets and then they're just going to sit there. Right. And then at the end you have to like scramble or sell them at face value anyway to get rid of them. Right. They're capping tickets to eight. You can only buy eight, I think. A person? Yeah. Which... Does anybody really have eight people going with them? I mean, <laughs> if, I mean, some people do travel in large groups to go to concerts together. Wow. But I don't know. I just feel like you shouldn't be able to charge as much as some people charge for resale tickets. There's definitely some reform that needs to happen. One, there needs to be more than one. Because, you know, no monopoly. And there needs to be something done with the resale. Too much. Too much. Too much. And then they want to charge you, even though this last tour that we bought for Bad Bunny, the World's Outest tour, they actually, when I resold the first tickets we bought, they actually didn't charge a resale fee, mm. which I was shook. Because <laughs> it didn't make sense because you charged me the first time. Why am I charging again for Right. Me? Yeah. Ticketmaster, you're fucking trash. Thank you, Swifties, for... Um, you know, doing the legwork here for us. Yeah. All music enjoyers. 
I'm sure more people will hop on this uh, lawsuit just because there there were a lot of people affected by it who still don't have tickets. <laughs> so I'll get, I'll get on it with Bad Bunny. I mean, you, he's not. I don't. I'm sure I could put a tweet out there that people will respond to that. <laughs> Where can Bad Bunny? Because it's it's crazy. It really isn't. It's never an enjoyable experience to buy tickets. It's it's anxiety driven. <laughs> it is because you you know you want to go to the show. You're trying to get seats. Most of the time, even if you get in, then it's like now you have the small one of time. Pick your seats. Now you have the small one of time to check out. And you gotta hope and pray that the site doesn't crash. And then you have to start all over again. So, dear Ticketmaster, get your fucking act together so people can enjoy the shows their artists put together. And we all don't want to have to go see a therapist after trying to use Ticketmaster because our anxiety went through the roof. Exactly. Also, fix your infrastructure. You would think with the amount of money that they bring in that they would have decent servers or decent infrastructure to handle the amount of traffic that they get. Yeah. The other thing I had an issue with them was I would sign in and then when I would go buy tickets, it's like, you're not signed in. And then it just kicked me completely out of it. I'm like, I signed in. Trash. Or then it would say you time out. I'm like, well, bitch, you got me in this queue for three, four hours. Of course it's going to time out. You know who handled ticket sales very well? Our local theater for Hamilton. Yeah, they really did. I mean, the first time we went, the queue was there for a whole day. But you can go from one computer to the next, and it was seamless. And you got in, you bought your tickets, and you moved on. So Ticketmaster, get your life together. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. I got to go see Beyonce next year, maybe Rihanna. And maybe J-Lo. She got any music, y'all. Anyways. <laughs> the political season has come to an end. Thank God. For another year. I mean, let's Or six en- months. I, I guess I feel like we'll be seeing commercials we in the will. summer. But let's enjoy this quiet time while we have it. Uh, let's enjoy free TV watching without seeing. And I approve this message. So annoying. And them sending me trash in the mail. Y'all could save so many trees. Don't send me this. I'm not reading it. I don't care. Right. I don't care if you are a Democrat. I'm not looking at it. I'm not. I'm going to go on the internet like the rest of us and read your shit. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, that's a separate gripe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the runoff in the great state of Georgia, peaches and cream. Um, get it? Peach. Georgia. No, I got it. I was just thinking of who actually sings that song and it's 112. Mm-hmm. I think they are from Atlanta. Continue on. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so I mean, I know New York. Never mind. Go ahead. Reverend <laughs> Warnock knocked off Crazy Man Herschel. Yes, his name is Herschel. Okay. Herschel Walker. <laughs> oh, I started thinking about The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead for some reason. Of course you did. <laughs> Okay, back on track here. <laughs> if you watch Walking Dead, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so Senator or Reverend, Reverend Warnock uh, is now in place for six years as a senator of Georgia, which gives us a majority and some breathing room until today. But... <laughs> I don't know if we're talking about that today. But I mean, we can slide that in. It's breaking um, news, I guess. We had breathing room 5149. And then, well, let's celebrate Warnock. Like, yes. Thank you, Georgia, the ones that voted correctly for not sending our country into a tailspin. Because I can only imagine if Herschel Walker was actually elected, like, this man could barely put sentences together and he's supposed to do what in washington vote the way the rest of them want okay got it that's all it's about that, i mean truly that's what it's all about at least for the MAGA ones yeah so yeah congratulations reverend warnock thank you georgia the ones that voted correctly um <laughs> it was still way closer than i thought it would be 
I am surprised. Because I'm like, that man is an idiot. An idiot. Like, nobody, I don't care what your party affiliation is, should have voted for that idiot. And also, like, yes, I get it. Since Donald Trump, like, a lot of scandal comes his way and nothing seems to ever stick to him. So he always just slides on through. But Herschel Walker, like, from the beginning of his campaign and him being against abortions and then finding out that he paid women to have abortions, (laughs) like, and y'all just kept propping this man up here like, what are you doing? It's okay that he paid for abortion. And then other scandals came out about him and y'all just continue to prop this man up. I'm just like, but for why? I don't. (sighs) I mean... I like Georgia. I like Atlanta, actually. And Savannah's nice, too. Yeah, all these places are nice. But I need y'all to get your act together. That was too close. It was too close. And I I have to believe that it's just... You know, there's a lot that goes on in Georgia. I don't really understand all of their voting rules and laws because... They did say it was... It was was surprising that the Democrat won... I heard this somewhere because they did change the the runoff period. They did for early voting, which Reverend Warnock, I believe he was filing a, a lawsuit against the Attorney General. No, who mm. was in charge of the voting? Thing? The Election Committee. Sure, them because they did change the the time period. Right. For it, and it just seemed like mm, seems like y'all playing dirty over here. Yeah, so I heard I saw that a commentary on the news where they were surprised that he still won even with the shorter because people showed up and showed out because they don't want that other one. Right, still close, but we'll take the win. But um, you know what is that her name? Cinema, Kristen Cinnamon Toast Crunch. She is just a Democrat we don't like. Well, she's no longer a Democrat. As announced today, she is um, leaving the Democratic Party to become an independent after she just got voted into fucking office again, or reelected, I should say. Now, we've had trouble with her in the past. Yeah. Her and Joe Manchin were the two that were really holding us up from getting shit done. Mm. And Joe Manchin finally got on board at the ninth hour, but hey, girl, welcome to the team. Um, Kristen has always been a wild card. You never know, like, is she for this? Is she against it? She was a hold up for the 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 um. What, what is the name of the bill? The like, green, the green bill. The bill back better. Yes, I think that's the one it was. Sure, Her and Joe Manchin. Yes. So we eventually had to change some things in it to make her happy before. No, it's not about her. It's about the folks in Arizona. Girl, literally the only reason the people in Arizona voted for you is because we needed every Democrat to have a seat that we could. And so you got reelected. I don't know who you were running against or what that was about. I really wasn't paying attention to Arizona. It was probably a mag. It probably was. But you're here now. The people voted you in as a Democrat. And then on day, we're not even on day one, right? She, no, she's like, current session. you know what? Um, I think I'm going to just take a step back and I'm going to be an independent. She, I can't with her, Andrew Manchin. And I, and I agreed with one of her statements that politics has become Essentially, this is our wording, not hers, but this is what she was getting. Paraphrasing. Yeah. She (laughs) said that, um, guys, I had a Cayman Margarita before this. Uh, (laughs) I can't wait for them to sponsor us. um, See, now I lost my train of thought. She was basically saying that politics shouldn't be you voting along your party lines all the time, which I do agree with her with. 
But at the same time, when we know that we have very limit, limited time to get shit done, while we have power, we should try to get as much shit done as possible. If you don't agree with everything, that's fine. You can bring that up. You can have a discussion. We can change things. We can talk about it. But we just something is in something and you don't really like it and you just shut it down. I know we say this about Republicans all the time, but they roll so hard when they're in power. I know it shouldn't be that way, but it no, is. No, neither side. It shouldn't be the way for it you to say that way. But it is what it is. So now, but she did promise she would remain caucusing <laughs> with the grow up many with the uh, Democratic caucus. So she is still going to caucus with the Democratic caucus. Um, probably because she doesn't want to lose her positions of power that she has on certain Senate committees. Um, but kind of like Bernie Sanders, she's, well, no, not kind of like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> because Bernie Sanders is way left. But she's going to operate as Bernie Sanders does. He's an independent, but caucuses with the Dems. We'll see if she causes us to have any speed bumps going forward. What do we watch? That guy. There's this guy on YouTube, Brian. Yeah. Something, something. I'll get you his name. I want to say it's Brian Taylor Green, but that sounds wrong. I don't think the Taylor part, part is right. Anyways, look him up on YouTube <laughs> only after you listen to our podcast every week. Um, he was talking about her and... um how unfavorable she is with Democrats in her state, how unfavorable she is with independents, how unfavorable she is with the uh, Republicans. And they're thinking that she's going to run her future election as an independent, uh, which would put Democrats at a crossroad on whether to put a candidate to run against her because it may split votes and then automatically allows a Republican to take that seat because the the potential Dem votes would be split between her and a potential Democratic right. candidate. Well, I'm thinking if she's unfavorable with them, maybe they won't even bother with her. I mean, she'll get some votes, obviously, but yeah. I mean, if independents don't like her, I mean, I don't. That could backfire. Yeah, it could be like, well, we didn't like you either, so <laughs> we voted for you because uh, you were the only choice, right? So it's like independent or not, we're not voting for you, though. His name is Brian Tyler Cohen. Cohen. Maybe Green is Marjorie Taylor Green. Oh my God. Don't bring <laughs> her up to me. Well, a great win for us there to close out this midterm election. Um, enjoy your holidays. They'll be back. <laughs> First of the year, they'll probably be back um, to bring us. More post-Christmas cheer. No. No? I mean, we're going to start with the reading of the Constitution, apparently. No, McCarthy and his people are going to start with that. And maybe they should, because they, they, I feel like they need a refresher. They need a good refresher. Mm. Especially on, you know, some certain, <laughs> certain parts. But, you know, their leader told them to get rid of the Constitution. I mean, he did. He was like, fuck it. <laughs> Start a new. Start over. <laughs> Write it over. Write it up. On this day, <laughs> I proclaim I, Donald J. Trump, and King. Oh my God. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of the trauma that um, another Trump election is going to cause most of us. Um, oh, because I'm tight. Um, <laughs> I amaze myself sometimes with the words that I can say. I, I too am amazed. <laughs> Don't shade me. That was um, as I was saying, the uh, trauma that a potential Trump presidency or campaign may cause us all to seek mental health treatment. The holidays are also a time of stress, mm -hmm. would you say? Yes, mental and financial. <laughs> oh, child, financial. <laughs> Oof. 
So we thought it would be nice to chat a little bit about the importance of mental health uh, and managing stress during the holidays. Ho, 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 ho. I mean, just the other day, to use me as as an as an example, um, I was stressed the fuck out over the holidays. Yes, you were. I was just like, "There's so many things we have to buy." I'm like, I don't even know if I have enough pillows for everybody that's coming over. I have to take inventory of the sheets. We need to buy new towels. I was just in a slight holiday. Oh man, my chair. Wrinkle, wrinkle. Um, I was, <laughs> I was in a panic of stress, and um, I'm not saying Sean doesn't have those stressors, but he's more calm than I. <laughs> when it comes to that stuff, I'm just like, it's things we have to get, so just get it. So we wanted to talk to you about again seven tips to help you manage your holiday stress. So number one, the number one tip is to plan ahead. Trying to rush everything in the last minute is a recipe for disaster. That's what Manny was doing. Exactly. Uh, So it may be a little too late right now to make a plan. Um, (laughs) But no, it's still time. It's only December 9th. Mm -hmm. You'll hear this on the 11th or, oh, geez, or later. Um, I hope you survived. Um, the plan ahead, so maybe, well, they may not hear this for two weeks till after Christmas. Oh. No point in making a plan. Oh. <laughs> you just went through it with stress the whole season at that point. Um, but number one is make a plan. Plan ahead. Try not to rush everything in at the last minute. So plan your gifts in advance. If you're hosting, have those recipes ready to go. Do your shopping early if you need to. Um, and can. I know some things are perishable and may not last uh, until you're ready to cook it, but definitely uh, make a plan. Make a list of who you're going to gift to, what you need, how many people you're hosting, are you traveling? I would say start around September of next year. If, you know, if we're looking forward to 2023. Okay. I say every year I'm going to start buying Christmas presents early and I never do it. So you, the next year you're going to do it because you're going to plan. You're going to follow this. I'm going to follow this. I'm going to make a plan. Okay. I've already purchased everything after my meltdown. So I'm cool. I just need to find toilet seats and pillows now. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I have to. Apparently, I have to replace toilet seats because Sean's parents are coming to town. I want them to have a brand new toilet seat. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, like you want to impress your in-laws, like you want to make sure the house is super clean. This brings us to number two. Be realistic. (laughs) I'll let you take it. The holidays don't have to be exactly perfect. What? You got to be realistic about expectations. Don't stress out trying to create the perfect holiday. It's not what you do. Everyone is friends. Everyone is family. This is what Christmas is about. This is what they try to teach you in these specials and these Hallmark movies. Christmas Don't. Don't talk about Hallmark movies. <laughs> Christmas is about your friends, your family. Just keep it simple. Getting together, sharing, loving, fellowshipping, drinking, eating. That's okay. what it's So about. I shouldn't buy the toilet seats. I mean, you can still buy this one because I know that's going to make you happy. <laughs> so by all means. But you're telling that. me to be realistic. I mean, yes. I mean. Oh, let me tell you all something. This was hilarious. So last time Sean's parents were here uh, talking about being realistic um, and not creating, you know, it might not be the perfect holiday. Um, we were cooking the day before Christmas Eve and uh, Sean put burgers on the grill and they all burnt. He burnt all the burgers on Christmas, the day before Christmas Eve. It wasn't a perfect holiday season, but it was definitely a good what laugh I and a great won't movie. won't have on uh, my memory. own. It was a great memory. memory. <laughs> memory. We're going to move on to number no, three. No, no, no. What I won't have on my own podcast is slander against me. <laughs> Manny was supposed to watch the hamburgers. Lies. Because I had to go to the garage I did and do not something. Say that. 
and he did not watch them. Um, we can take a poll. Uh, Sean's brother. My brother has nothing to do with it. And his wife agreed oh that God. he had burnt them. Anyway, so moving on to number three. Go ahead. Stay active. Yeah, do that. Stay active. <laughs> Exercise is a great way to deal with holiday stress, anxiety, and depression. You don't have to go to a gym. Just set aside one to two hours every day for a workout. Even that sounds like a lot, but I mean, do you? One to two hours is a lot. Whatever fits in your schedule. But then it says simply taking a walk, performing stretches, or doing a quick 20-minute workout routine can help improve your mood and energy. And I 100% support number three. Yes. If y'all don't know, this is a this is a side note, quick tip. There's this fitness app. It's called um, FitOn. F-I-T-O-N. It has hundreds of free workouts on it. Um, most of them are anywhere from 10 minutes on up to 45 minutes, but a majority of them are in the range of 20 ish minutes, 20 to 25 minutes. And they are great workouts. Just a pro tip. Yep. Not sponsored. I love it. Definitely download it. If you, if this is going to help your mood and get you through the hot, maybe you can have your whole family do one. Oh, that's, that's cute. Yeah. A little morning yoga or something on the. Depending if it's not cold where you live. Number four, don't be afraid to say no. Say no. Saying no to a friend or family member is hard, but you know, sometimes that's necessary for your own mental health. Like, you know what your breaking point is. You know when you've had enough. And don't let people pile more on you than you can handle. Yes. So when it's starting to feel too much just be honest tell your loved ones if you're stressed like hey girl hey i've given all i can give and i have all i can have let it go yeah. <laughs> it even says to be honest and tell your loved ones if you're stressed this can be an opportunity to take a moment to connect true i have a problem saying no gotta work on that too um set aside your differences Holidays are a time to come together as a family and share and joy, not a time to argue or express disappointment in others. Set aside differences in lifestyles, opinions, or behaviors and accept everyone for who they are. Basically, they like, hey, don't bring up the fact that this is your aunt's third boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, it's fun to talk about that. It's fun to talk about it, but don't let that look good. Make your lips loose. Mm-hmm. Just, just you know, you, the cousins, the ones that you get along with, y'all go kiki in the back and leave it at that. Don't bring it to the front room and have everybody arguing. We're not here for that. No, it's time, it's time to fellowship. It's time to fellowship. Say that for the day after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> acknowledge, number six, acknowledge your feelings. Just because it's the holidays doesn't mean you have to be happy all the time. My God, is that a word? Um, <laughs> did you feel that? I did feel it. Preacher! That was, that was loud. Because um, I've talked about this with my therapist before, and this just doesn't have to be during the holidays. But like, don't put on a fake smile just to make other people happy. Fuck a fake smile. Great song, Ariana Grande. Um, trying to force yourself to be happy during the holidays will only make your mental health and stress levels worse. Um, when you, when we bottle up our emotions, they don't go away and they tend to come back even fiercer than before. Ain't that the truth? It's a word. It's a word. That's never mind what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and your seventh tip to help you get through the holidays is. Don't worry about the small stuff. The items and tasks on your agenda can be overwhelming and quickly add up. Don't let small things like forgetting to send a holiday card stress you out. The bigger picture of the holidays is more important, like spending time with your friends and family. Also, don't feel obligated to complete everything on your list. If you forget something small or don't have time, don't sweat it. Somebody burns the burgers, you just put more on the grill. I swear we're going to start talking about these goddamn burgers. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Those are great tips. Like, um, you know. No, they really are great tips. They're not only just for the holidays. I just feel like in general, these are seven great tips to help 
if you have any kind of stress that's overwhelming you or if your mental health is starting to suffer, like I feel like these are just great tips in general to kind of de-stress. Absolutely. And if you need to talk to someone, find the resource to talk to someone. I know it can be an expansive thing, but. I mean, there's a lot of programs out there now that are able to help people. I saw one where you can text now. Yes, and I forget the name of it, but I hear it on another podcast. Other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there there is so many resources out there now if you need to talk to someone because we know the holidays can be a very stressful time, but there's a lot of people out there that suffer in silence who don't say anything. There's a lot of people out there that feel lonely because they don't they maybe don't have a family or, you know, close friends. So they spend the holidays alone and that can also wear on your mental health. So definitely commit these to mind and uh, we'll put it in our show notes um, so you can find the website and uh, take a look at them and, and try to integrate them. I'll try to do better with them in 2023. <laughs> I've, I, I already screwed up Plan Ahead. I oh, already screwed Lord. up Be Realistic. Staying active is about the one I've kept to. You got that one down. Yeah. I do try to walk every day. I know I've said it on here before. Try to walk every day, 30 minutes or less. Gets my mind right, my body going. So speaking of holidays. Holidays. Do you want to take a holiday survey? Do you want to build a snowman? Okay, let's take the survey then. All right. (laughs) Today, we are doing Eat Your Way Through a Dessert Buffet. And we'll tell you which Christmas bath and body works scent you are. None of those words together make sense to me, but let's do it. It's a BuzzFeed survey. We have to find somewhere else to get surveys. (laughs) They're laying off 12% of their people. Exactly. We need to, like, support their surveys. Do we? (laughs) Go ahead. Question number one is, welcome <laughs> to the dessert buffet. Ta-da! Let's start off with a quick appetizer. Your options are bite-sized lemon, lemon curd tarts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we are already starting wrong here. <clears throat> so, you, do you need some water? Three, two, one, go. Wait, am I starting all over again? No, just go with the next one. Three, two. A small bowl of chocolate, raspberry, mint, and coffee. Macarons. Macarons. I was trying to say it like French. Macarons. I that Okay. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> a decadent chocolate truffle. A, a poppable donuts. Poppable donuts? Yeah. Oh, there's a little small one. Why don't they just say bite size? I don't know. Anyway, because they're poppable. You could pop them. Uh, The other option is I'm just here for the sprinkles or I'll wait for the main course. (laughs) Mm. Um, First of all, bite size lemon curd tarts. That's a disgusting sentence and it doesn't look all that appetizing, though I do love cherries on top. Lemon. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not here for that. Um, I hate macarons. They're just hard, crunchy cookies. I don't know why people like them. They're disgusting. I just don't. It's not Wait, for me. no offense to anybody who loves them, or if you're listening from the country that these were born in, I just, Manny, cannot stomach them. And if you want to sponsor me, we're somewhere that they taste delicious, I'll try you out. Anyway, if you love it, I like it for you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and go with Poppable Donuts. <laughs> uh, I did too. <laughs> I am a donut fan. Time for the main course, mm. a.k.a. breakfast. Wait, what? <laughs> Which pastry do you choose? A gooey and icing covered cinnamon roll. Mm. A butter croissant sprinkled with sliced almonds. Gross. Cherry compote oh filled God, Danish gross. sprinkled with powdered sugar. Sir, let me get through these. Sorry. <laughs> A croissant loaded with chocolatey goodness. A pecan-filled eclair coated in milk chocolate and topped with crushed pecans. I'm not a pastry type of person. <laughs> um, easy that was one an f- option. That was an option. Yeah, that was the, the last option. Uh, easy one for me. I'm going with the cinnamon roll. Same. Oh, boy. We're going to be the same candle. 
John the cinnamon rolls in the lobby. Oh my god, that episode from Shit's Creek. John, John, there's cinnamon rolls in the lobby. Oh Myra, these are for the in for the um what's it called? Continental breakfast. She's like, what partakes in a continental breakfast? Okay, we're, let's get back on track here. It is one of our favorite shows here on the pod. Um, now that you've grabbed your pastry, you head over to the cake section. I'm confused by that, but continue on. Which cake, <laughs> which cake do you choose to add to your plate? A cranberry shortcake with toasted coconut sprinkled on top. A 10-layer chocolate cake. A classic vanilla with whipped cream frosting. Cupcake. Or I can't choose, maybe a slice of each, or I'll pass. Thanks. Easy for me. Love a cupcake. Just gonna go with the cupcake. I went with the classic vanilla with whipped cream frosting. That also looks delicious. It looks fucking delicious. Minus the raspberries on top, but you can replace that with strawberries. I love a cupcake. You head on over to the chocolate dreamland section of the buffet. <laughs> this is definitely not for me. Um, which chocolatey item do you fill up your plate with? Triple chocolate cookies. A thick slice of fudgy brownie. Mm. The ultimate layered chocolatey trifle. I don't even know what a trifle I is. Uh, it looks trifling. Um, a combination of white, milk, and dark chocolate fudge. Mm. Just plain dark chocolate. Yeah. I don't like chocolate. Oh. I went with I the brownie. Like, you went with brownie? I went with the brownie. I like a brownie. I love a brownie. This doesn't say anything about, you know, a brownie milk, a brownie and ice cream. It's a brownie a thick itself. slice of a fudgy brownie. I'm going to go with I don't like chocolate. Okay. You stop by the fruit dessert. Who wants fruit dessert after eating all this sugar? Which fruity <laughs> dessert do you choose to add to your huge pile on your plate? You can have diabetes by the time you that finish. This question kind of shaded you. Like, you have all this stuff. Now get some fruit. Uh, your options are a strawberry and cream cup, mm. a tart topped with strawberry cream and mixed fruit, Mm. A blueberry and blackberry cream pie, mm. some good old watermelon chunks, mango smoothie bowl, mango smoothie bowl, and <laughs> ew, fruit, bring me back to the sugar, please. Ew. I'm going with the strawberry and cream cup. I'm going with that, too. Reminds me of a parfait. Yes. I love strawberry and cream. <gasps> Uh-oh, we're at the last station. Last station, ice cream bar. Ooh. Which ice cream-based dessert do you choose to top off your plate? Fried vanilla ice cream dusted in powdered sugar. Just two scoops of my favorite ice cream in a cone. <laughs> Loaded chocolate freak shake. I've never heard of a freak shake. Um, ice cream doesn't sit well with me. I'll just take a popsicle or a scoop of whatever dairy-free ice cream they have. Frozen yogurt. Or why would anybody want a treat of solid milk? <laughs> okay. I went with the fried vanilla ice cream. I love fried ice cream. Even though that looks way different than what I'm used to. I'm going to just go with the two scoops of my favorite ice cream and a cone. Love a cone. A waffle cone. Oh, wait, we're still not done. <laughs> okay, here we go. Set the scene. While walking back to your seat. A last-minute treat catches your eye. What, what is, is it? it? Is it my favorite type of donut? A brownie skillet loaded with vanilla soft serve and hot fudge? Chocolate chip cookies? Chocolate-covered pretzels? Those do not look like pretzels. <laughs> look like carrot. Um, and a warm peach cobbler or... I can't possibly fit anymore in my plate. Um, I'm a donut guy. Even though that brownie skillet looks delicious, I went with the donut because I love donuts. I know what I said about chocolate. But you love your good-ass chocolate chip cookie. But, see, I'm conflicted. I like the brownie skillet with vanilla soft serve because vanilla soft serve and brownie is delicious. It's delicious. Vanilla and the chocolate chips, delicious. 
This peach cobbler, if it was apple cobbler and vanilla ice cream, bomb. Did I say peach cobbler? No. Yeah, it says oh. peach cobbler. I'm saying it, if it was apple cobbler, no contest. I'm going to go with the brownie skillet. Okay. Uh-oh. And what did you get? Hmm. Loading. <gasps> Tis the season. I am the Bath and Body Work scent of Tis the season. Tis the season. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Christmas is most definitely your most favorite time of year. So much, in fact, that you're the kind of person who will light a Christmas-scented candle in the middle of May. Guilty. I got Slay All Day. Oh. A merry cookie-scented candle. You love nothing more than standing in your kitchen on a calm, snowy day, <laughs> baking cookies and listening to some good Christmas music. Why not buy a candle to fill you with that warm, fuzzy feeling of fresh baked batch of cookies from the oven without creating a huge ingredient spilled mess? <laughs> is that what Slay All Day smells like cookies? I think it is. Oh. I, I wanted to, We may have a hand sanitizer somewhere. I, I don't know. I, I love the, the smell of fresh baked cookies. So I would I mean, not buy doesn't? this candle. And if you know me, tis the season, that was a great descriptor. I have finally had a BuzzFeed match that aligns with me. Beep, 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 beep. Because I will. I, I have tis the seasons in the closet that I'll burn sometimes during the year just to make me feel better. Well, that was fun. And if you want to find out what Bath and Body Works scent you are, so you can run and give all your money to them, uh, we will put the survey in the description as well. So you can take it and let us know what scent you are. That'd be cool to find out what other people's scents are. That'd be fun. Not, not, that, not sex. Scents. I didn't scents. think you said sex. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I think we're hitting the end of this pod. Anything else? No, just what you're living for. We haven't done this in a while. We've been busy. There's been, the shows have been very long, long. So we're, we're working on it. Uh, do you know what you're living for? I'm living for the weekend. I am living for sleeping in. I know I don't do that much. I'm going to really try this. Do weekend. you want to let your hair down? I'm gonna let my hair down and wanna relax. What I is, just. What does uh, Beyonce say? You're gonna fuck up the night. Yes. Uh-huh. Flashing lights. Oh, Unapologetic when we fuck up the night. Oh, wow. Fuck up the that's night. That's not what I thought. We get fucked up tonight. Anyway, <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. How about you? That's awesome. Um, wow. Great question. <laughs> Uh, I guess no work for two days. Congrats. Oh, we're going to the Hillsborough County um, light drive through thing tomorrow. Yes. And this is like our first big event beyond the, the Nutcracker. Oh, we may also watch the hip hop Nutcracker and review oh, it for y'all. Yeah, on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. It's very woke. Surprised it hasn't made it. I mean, it says hip hop in the title, so don't think it can be. <laughs> I don't think it can be woke. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, the lights. I'm definitely looking forward to the lights because I love I love all Christmas events. It just it's hard to get to them because we can only usually make it on the weekends, and there's only so many weekends before Christmas is over. Yes, maybe we should start in November when everybody else does. Sure, but I leave you with this quote. Been meaning to say it on the pod. Sean and I were driving around after we picked up our dog from the groomers, and I don't even know what it was. I don't know if it's a school or an auto parts store, but this <laughs> profound quote was written on the billboard, and it said, temporary people teach permanent lessons. Facts. That spoke to me so much, so much that I put it in my phone. <laughs> So I leave you with that quote, you know, as you think about the holidays, if uh, somebody is in your head, 
just move on. They've taught you your lessons. I never saw it that way. Temporary people teach you permanent. Look at that. You never know where you'll you find wisdom. Right next to a groomer's and a flea market. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Somebody was wise there, apparently. <laughs> but again, uh, so yeah, we're closing out this pod today. We hope you've enjoyed it. A little polytext, a little um, take a master, get your life together, a little uh, mental health. A little Christmas fun. And now we ask you, as we do every week, to please follow us on social. Yes, you can follow us on Instagram at Moss underscore podcast. Or on the Twitter, even though I'm thinking about getting rid of Twitter. Stupid. (laughs) Moss underscore podcast 22. You can follow, or you can email us. You can follow us. You can email us at Manny and Sean, M-A-N-N-Y-A-N-D-S-H-A-W-N at gmail.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Please go like and subscribe at youtube.com backslash at symbol M-A-S podcast. And you should be able to find us. I thought that was my part, but okay. Um, I'm sorry. It's It's fine. We do have a we do have a TikTok, but I'm not gonna add it here. But if you can find us on TikTok, add us on TikTok too. I was about to say we should add the TikTok. I think I'm gonna take okay, we're having a conversation on the spot. That's fine. I think I'm gonna get rid of Twitter and focus on TikTok. It's more fun. Okay. Twitter's boring. Everybody's asking for a follow. What the fuck I'm gonna follow you for and then you don't follow me? I mean, TikTok is where the Gen Zers are, so we had a very high-rated video on TikTok. Like, blew up. Yeah, us. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, PodFam, thanks again for your continued support. If you're new here, we uh, encourage you to listen to our other episodes. The first couple had not the best audio, but uh, it's still a great time. Um, check it out. Um, and don't forget to follow us on those platforms that you like to receive your podcast. Um, a quick way to find us is to just type Manny and Sean. Manny, M-A-N-N-Y. And Sean is S-H-A-W-N. You can find us a lot faster than typing Moss Podcast. So if you type Manny and Sean, boom, we come up like the Beyonce's that we are. <laughs> and whatever those favorite platforms of yours are, please don't forget to rate us and write a review, which will help grow our pod. And as always, we like to say here on the Moss Podcast, do something good for mm-hmm. yourself. <laughs> I broke. Go ahead. Clearly. Oh, you know what I did for myself this week? What? I did a mud mask. I got my hair cut today. You did the foot spa? I did my foot spa. I did my under eye stuff. Yeah, bitch. Self-care. And then after you do something good for yourself, do something good for someone Someone else. else. But remember, always prioritize your own mental health first. Yay. That'll do us for us. Next week is our last episode before we go on a little holiday break. Or am I wrong? Am I getting my dates wrong? You're, <laughs> I, you're giving me a crazy look. Am face. I giving you a crazy look? Yes, you are. Um. Yes. Next week will be our last episode of season one. Oh, my God. Season one's coming to an end, y'all. So prepare yourself for the season new year, two. a new season, a new look. Ooh, a new look. A new feel. A new feel. A new look and feel. Yeah. So we, we'll we talk about it. We'll talk about time. it. We got Virgin Voyages at the beginning of January as well. Excited about that. Excited about Virgin. We're going to bring you a review on Virgin Voyages, which is important that you follow us on social because we're also going to be doing stuff there. Yes. Um, make sure you follow us on social Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on TikTok because although our podcast won't be videos, 
we may still do vlogs of trips and things. So yeah, and we might stream live, so you can watch me dancing with some champagne. <laughs> Carlos is like mm, six minutes. Here we go again. Oh yeah, <laughs> how dare you! You know what? Now I'm going to talk some more. No, guys, we are ending the pod. <laughs> Well, we'll see you. Have a great week. And please come back for more. And we say, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Happy Holiday System Season. We wish Wait, what? You- <laughs> okay, no, we really need I was trying to make my own song to be holiday inclusive, okay? Uh-huh. Goodbye, y'all. Is there a song that includes all the holidays? I don't. I don't know. Merry Christmas. Why don't you figure that out Merry for the next pot intro? Happy holiday. That song does. You sung that at the end of last pot. I did. That's why I didn't really sing it. I was just trying to find one. Maybe there's another. Okay, whatever. I gotta go. Bye. Bye. <laughs>